Welcome, 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 welcome to the comic. Comic. This is the Comic Zone. I'm Mike. This is Bill. And I'm Ashley. This is Ashley Matthews. How Welcome you doing? to the show. Nice to be here. So, we're going to talk about some tattoos with you today. You work over at Final Thoughts with Jeremiah, right? Yes, I do. He was on the show. Uh, how long ago was that? It was a few, uh, maybe a month or so. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was longer than that. Maybe longer. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, where should we begin? How long have you been tattooing? Um, legally for about three years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, uh, you told me you're into neo-traditional. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoy it quite a bit. So, according to what, like, I've been kind of researching that a little bit this week, Seems like, uh, so you have American traditional, like a traditional tattoo, and those have basically the same uh, line width throughout, right? Yes. Um, then saturated colors, but a limited color palette and very yes. traditional designs. Yes. Uh, neo-traditional would be like varying lines, right? Different line weights. And then, so, like, kind of explain that for us. So, you got different line weights. Um, the color palette's a lot more vast. Um, you got, like, uh, some people do, like, opaque grays, and they'll do all the way from black to white using a more dense color palette like that. Or um, you have, like, real bright poppy colors as well as very muted tones to bring those out. Um, and And I feel like the... The actual pieces are a lot more. You have a very broad spectrum with those. Like it isn't just oh well, there's eagles and Sailor Jerry pinups and stuff like that. Like you can do anything with neo traditional animals, faces. Oh, uh, so you could turn any Im- image into. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. What are What are your favorite kind of images to draw or, or tattoo? Oh, that's a hard question. Is, is that two questions? Drawing and tattooing are they two separate? Um. Well, I, I started out drawing, and my favorite things then were faces. I started out with anime, and then I kind of got up into, like, skulls and more of, like, the 90s Flash style. Um, as far as tattooing now, though, now that I understand a lot more about it, I'd say I like the the more dark and grotesque side of things but then it goes all the way to like this super cute i'm gonna kill you type of thing right 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 so yeah i mean we did a little bit of looking at some of your art on on facebook and stuff i mean it all looks really interesting you mentioned anime uh what were you drawing um i would do some naruto pieces for my friends um i kind of got out of it after a little while I got more into like the realistic type of faces, like drawing self portraits and So that eyeballs. wasn't really you weren't really you were doing that for other people. That wasn't really Yeah, it, it, it you wasn't were super like into. I read manga and stuff like that whenever I was younger, but that was just kinda like a I feel like everybody at that point was doing it. Right. So I just I was like, Oh yeah, it's in the library, I can go get it. It's not a school book, it's got cool pictures, like Yeah. <clears throat> well, this is the comic zone, so we're definitely into comic books here. Um, oh. So no worries there. No. Not, <laughs> not at all. Not at collectibles or anything. No. Yeah. Um, as far as your portrait, did you inspire from any like artistic styles, like of like modern or abstract or so, like? Um, like I said, I kind I kind of like the more grotesque side of things. So like um, doing a half zombie portrait is super duper fun. Um, or I like to do the ones that are just really and pretty. Maybe they have like jewels hanging off their forehead or wrapped up pearls in their hair or something. Yeah, I've seen um, some videos about like stuff with like jewelry mm-hmm. and like it's 
really hard to do that kind of stuff because you have to be really, really um, precise like on making it. Like if you're doing a pearl necklace, for example, mm-hmm. like you can't have if one one of those circles looks weird, then it just makes yeah. it all look weird. It stands out from all of it. And same thing with like light source. You have to have all your shadows on one side, all your highlights on the other. And because if they jump around, it just makes it look super busy and messy. So you you jump back and forth from like, do you have trouble or are you better at one or the other as far as like color or like uh, black, black or black and gray, black and gray? Um, was... People enjoy my color a lot more. Well, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that my black and gray and my color pretty, pretty comparable, like. They're about the same. Um, so you, you're comfortable with both? Yeah. Yeah, very comfortable. But the way that I put colors together, um, they contrast very well. So, yeah, I, I know how to use a color wheel. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, that's always interesting to see when somebody's, like, right in the middle like that because a lot of people, you know, favor one side or the other. Mm-hmm. They, they're really great with black and gray and maybe don't really, you know, they're not so great with the color. Mm-hmm. And that that seems to be pretty common. Yeah, it is really common actually. Um, the Cheyenne Excuse Watson, me. she tattooed my face, my throat, side of my head. Like I love her so much. But when she first started working with us, she was just black and gray. That was it. Mm-hmm. And I've watched her grow, and now she does color too. It, not as much, but like so, I, I've seen that firsthand. People be well versed in one thing and not so much in the other, and I feel like it's just what you're comfortable with at the moment but growth is never comfortable so right yeah well i mean any good growth anyway mm-hmm. i mean trial by adversity for sure um there's a, a adversity in many different forms but, well yeah, yeah but struggle definitely helps shape people in a good way most definitely um which you mentioned before i mean you've had quite a bit of struggle in your life yeah it seems like fair amount <laughs> to get to you to this point you know yeah mother of four uh killing it with some tattoo action living I mean, the dream man it's always good to see somebody come out of the darkness into something better yeah um, yeah it was pretty rough so for i mean a while. yeah tell us about some of that if, if you're so uh i grew up in oklahoma city mm-hmm. and it's a lot more diverse there than it is here for sure um my mother she was born disabled she had cerebral palsy and i was pretty much her caregiver for a good portion of my life my biological father he is the reason that i like he's the reason that i started drawing at all like he he used to come over every saturday and we'd watch bob ross together and he used to draw people from real life like he could sit in front of you and draw you mm. and he still does he he draws me over video chat sometimes it's crazy but uh about 10 years old i started getting into like i want a tattoo and my mom and my stepdad were ministers so they were like <laughs> no we're not going like, to we're not going to condone this no. <laughs> And I, I just pushed even harder. I was like, no, I want to I wanna draw on people. Like, I want to do this. I want to make a permanent mark on their life. Like, I want it to be a good influence. I want to be able to give these people what they want. And when I was 11, I tore apart a tape machine, like a tape player that my grandmother got me for Christmas. And I made my first tattoo machine. Nice. Prison style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, after that, um, about 16 years old. My stepdad finally sat me down and he was like, well, you're obviously not going to stop. So I'm going to at least buy you your own machine that you can play around with. Really get actually good with. Yeah. Well, decent. Um, <laughs> I, what, what he wanted was for me to stop tearing apart everything with a motor in it. Mm, I could understand that. <laughs> but uh, he said, there's one rule. It stays at the house. Because I had already been in trouble for making a battery-operated one and taking it to school. Mm. So that was super fun. But uh, at 17, my stepdad had passed away. I held him while I had a heart attack. And that sent me full spiral into drug addiction. Mm. And my mom, she couldn't do anything to stop me. There was nothing at all. 
Yeah, that's so. the way it goes Some a lot of the time, you know, with addiction. It's a struggle. It's always great to see somebody come out of it, though, and better in the at the in the other in the other side end up being better. And it yeah. seems like you're in a really good place. Yeah, you awesome. always like see those before and after photos, and usually the person looks like super pretty, and then they just look really messed up after a year, even. Mm-hmm. And mine goes in reverse. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if that's true. Well, uh. It was like I started out um, just like smoking weed and then I started popping pills whenever I was younger. And then whenever I turned 17 and all of that had happened, I started using meth. And that's when everything just like spiraled out of control. And Mm -hmm. I didn't stop until I went to jail. I got raided in 2013 in Oklahoma City and I went to jail for my first time with 14 felonies. God dang. Yeah. Called my mom the day before Valentine's Day. And I was, or no, it was Valentine's Day. And she was like, Ashley? I was like, yeah. She was like, what the hell, man? And I was like, (laughs) I just want you to answer my letters, answer the phone whenever I call. I spent six months in jail. Nobody came to see me. None of my friends. Wow. Friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you always find out who the real ones are. Yeah. And I saw quite a few situations. of them like go in and out while I was in there. And I was just like, wow, this is crazy. But everybody talks about like, oh, well, whenever you're getting sober, you like live life on this little pink cloud. No, mine was a thin blue mat on the floor. <laughs> like there was no cloud. I was not happy about where I was, but I accepted responsibility and I was like, I put myself here. So. That's all it takes. Is Pretty to, much. Is to face reality step. and, you know, sometimes a little self-evaluation sucks, but, I mean, it's always for the best. For Most definitely. Sure. And, like, and look at you now because of that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody asks me all the time. They're like, do you have any regrets? I'm like, not one. No regrets. Not one. Like, would you ever do anything differently? Nope. I've got four beautiful children. Like, yeah, you no, know, I wouldn't be I would who not. I am right now mm-hmm. if I changed one thing. So, on a back to the tattooing thing, um, we asked Jeremiah about have you about the convention mm-hmm. scene. Have you done any? I did the Villain Arts Tattoo Convention last year. That was an experience. <laughs> okay, so what did you think about that? I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was super fast-paced, but um, it definitely opened my eyes to quite a few different ways that I can, like, zone in on my work and not have everything else bothering me. It definitely takes so having, a lot. So having all that distraction helped you focus in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, what I was always, I was interested in that. Because uh, obviously that environment's going to affect different people in different ways yeah some people can't hack it (laughs) yeah and that was kind of my question you so i mean obviously you think that made you a better artist than like in the long run though right yeah like as far as like tattooing under pressure yeah and being able to technical side of it too not just the artistry side it probably helped both yeah yeah um the application was definitely like I, i didn't really see much of a difference between it, you almost kind of feel like you're being rushed, but you're not. It's 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 real weird. It's just, I feel just like because there's so many people. Yeah, there's so many people and so much movement and so many different conversations that if you're focusing on anything around you, any one thing, you're going to be pulled so much away from your tattooing that your piece is going to turn out like trash. So I just like honed in and like popped in some headphones and totally forgot about my surroundings. Nice. That's. I don't know how. I don't. I mean, I don't tattoo, obviously, but I don't know how I would react in that situation. That would obviously be tough because, like, especially if people are watching you, which they totally are, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's like... That's a... Honestly, it's... recording you too? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that too. Um, it, people talk, walking up and talking to me at the shop, I'm, like, right in the front of the building. Mm-hmm. So people come in, they get pierced. Like, I can visually see them. There's people walking by. Um, that So that didn't really bother me too much, but the amount of people, like, the amount of traffic. So I, I can carry on a conversation while I'm tattooing, 
with even somebody else that isn't being tattooed but with when you have minimum of a hundred people around you you just kind of have to like zone in (laughs) you can't break away from that where was that where was it at that convention like what city denver oh so okay yeah Yeah, is that is that every year yes uh this this year i think it's july 8th 9th and 10th uh, I'm gonna have I believe. to go Villain Arts Tattoo Convention. I definitely want to go to a convention one of these, one of these days and get something. It's a lot of fun. I actually, uh, I went to the tattoo convention the first day. I just walked around with my family, just kicked it, looked at all the pins, stickers, like going around collecting different stuff. Um, I like to collect business cards of other tattoo artists. Those are those like to try and like up mine a little bit. Did you get to meet anybody that you look up to at all? Yeah, actually. Um, I got my tongue split by Sean O'Hare and his wife, or his old lady, Frankie Ann. Um, they did an amazing job, and I've looked up to them as body modification artists for quite a while now. And I just, like, that is amazing. It's an amazing life to live. Big goals. Yeah, I, I saw you had the tongue split. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy. <laughs> Is that like so when you're talking with that, does your tongue just like naturally move like it normally would and you don't even have to think about it? Or is it, uh, it like something you have to consciously I, I definitely had a speech impediment there for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> like a lisp. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. I I sounded not myself. <laughs> Nobody could look at me and talk to me and take me seriously. <laughs> That's hilarious. So how long Might does something like that take now. to heal? Um, so I took my stitches out after six days and that took about an hour. That was super fun. Everybody was like, you, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking gangster. Yeah. And then, um, after about two hours after I took my stitches out, I got to eat my first meal, which was Taco Bell. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then about another week after that, I feel like it was fully healed completely like it, but still there's, um, brand new taste buds that have kind of like went to the inner part and, really yeah so anything that's sour super sour right there or like i got a jalapeno seed stuck in between my tongues oh, that was shit. super fun <laughs> so, so it's like super intense with those fresh taste buds you're saying yeah most definitely <laughs> that's crazy i i had my tongue pierced in like high school i still have it pierced oh, that's crazy <laughs> what do you g- think of that bill <laughs> it's pretty not cool. My huh? cup of tea, but oh. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's not He's my like, time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's fucking rad. It's pretty cool. I don't know if I'd be able to. How do they do that? Um, just a fucking scalpel. scalpel? Yeah, you scalpel and sutures. Pull your tongue out there and. Yeah. Well, like uh, I had my head tilted back, and his old lady had both sides of my tongue, and then he split from the front to the back. And I sat there in a tattoo shop in Denver watching a jazz musician play the saxophone on a beach. <laughs> Do they numb you up at all? Yeah. Um, he shot Novocaine down the middle of my tongue, but it seemed to only absorb onto the left side. So I felt oh, the stitches, no. a good portion of them. Oh, you didn't feel the actual cut, though? Mm-mm. Okay. No. As like, holy. Like... But the healing, honestly, like, I feel like the healing makes up for that. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts so bad because. Like, oh yeah, because that eventually wears off and it just oh, swells yeah. up. Yeah, it swells up. Um, I could not swallow my own spit. <laughs> it actually kind of sent me into an anxiety attack for a second, but oh, it's definitely not for the week for sure. Yeah, that's pretty hardcore. I'm a know. I'm a fat kid too, so I was like, oh dude, after right after it happened, I looked at my boyfriend and I was like, what the fuck did I just do to myself? <laughs> So it's just kind of on a whim type of thing, or is oh, it something no. you always wanted no, to? No, I, pl- I planned it out okay. for sure. I got you. Yeah, that's not something that you just I like. Gonna oh, say, I'm gonna yeah, go. I'm gonna go get this tattoo. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, Bill, you said something uh, about an art exhibit that you saw. Yeah, just uh, this some, weekend. Yeah, yeah, Wolf. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. It was crazy intense it's like you're dropped into an alien world with no explanation well there's there is explanation there's story depends on how deep you want to get into everything but i think kind of figured out four different worlds with everything going in and out 
Sounds so, like acid without the acid. It, it was. <laughs> so like the, the one of the main rooms was like kind of looked like Fraggle Rock oh, or dude, something. That's amazing. Uh, very Muppets and, and had different layers. And then there was like alien. It looked like a mermaid that was like killed or something. And then like all that stuff was like running into the mountain. Wow. And I guess that's uh, so I found out later part of the backstory is that's kind of how these rifts because it's supposed to be like an you're in another dimension. Mm hmm. So this is how the dimensions connect each other and all the other, like the exhibit in Vegas connects to the one in Denver. Yeah. I think there's Sandy, uh, Arizona, there's some, I think there's one in Arizona. I don't remember. Um, but I they think all, so. they all connect. Yeah. One of my coworkers was telling me about how like each one of them has their own theme yeah. and like the one in Vegas has, it's like a supermarket or something like that. And you just like go into different things and then yeah, you open up a cooler and you walk down a hallway into a whole nother place what? that's trippy yeah, uh, uh, matt <laughs> our engineer yeah. went to the one and went into the one in vegas and he was telling us about it and then it's like yeah they're opening one up in denver did you get any pictures yeah i got a shit ton of pictures let me see i'll pull them up here but and, and the cool thing is there's some of it that kind of looked hobby lobby i mean that it wasn't didn't look like fine art like yeah I, I can be a little bit picky in in some areas, but uh, she said that if there's like a lot of um, sensory type thing, like you can touch everything, and everything has like different textures and stuff. Yeah, and there's dude, this so, sounds so there's like fucking um, crazy. You walk in and it's like a a, a bus station or it looks like a kind of a mall. Wow! But all the so this is like one world that kind of connects to everything else, and. Uh, from there, there's like a washing machine place and you opened up like the, the change machine. It was another room and there's all these like kind of like pentagrams. Of so Earth's this is the exhibit. Stars. That's that's like one percent. That's <laughs> that's like the lobby into into with a giant. That's like when you start. Dress. It's it's when you're just outside of Barstool and the drugs start to kick in. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So it's, it's so this bus is driven through the wall. Yeah, and that goes into this like trash place that had like all these like motorized music. There was like this spinning thing that were ringing these bells, animatronic type stuff. Yeah, it looked like you know a Frankenstein Chuck E. E. Cheese place. This is in Denver. Yeah, and just yeah, and then that here, this is Beth driving the bus. You know, but. I wish I had a way to project that so you could see so it. You can, than just handing your phone. So like she said, you can just touch anything, huh? Yeah. And interact with it. Like there's little radio stations you could put and change things. And you're supposed to discover like different rooms. And like there's like no way you could see everything in there in one visit just, just by sensory overload. Or like this is a hallway. So it, it's like very Star Wars. So everything is like this and every room is different, has its own characteristics. I bet my hair would glow in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's some like was pink. black light and there's like ways to interact with it and unlock other things. Um, I mean, insane. One thing that I really liked is this little video. So this, this is a strobe light and it's changing the colors of like from like a red to blue and it changes what you see in the painting. So it, it and and then a few different things like that were and they kind of gave away different clues, tricks with mirrors, stained glass. I mean, trying to find this one room. This is all this like stained glass. It reminded me of like Transformers and meets with like hybrid animal creatures. And and there's like up on the top of the castle, and it's very like fairy tale looking castle design. And at the top, there's like a little praying mantis and little, it's almost like the fuck, the monkey, flying monkeys from that Wizard of Oz. That is insane. What the f- Dude, I need it, to go to this thing. How, does it cost? It was, it was 45 a bucks a ticket. Oh, that's not bad. Just like go in there and bring out your inner child. <laughs> well. Yeah, I, it, I almost wish I didn't take as many pictures. I wish I would have just. Just experienced just it. Do- dove in and not worried about it trying to capture whatever yeah. and then just taking like a few token selfies that's what i'd recommend well next time and then a second visit to actually look into the different stories because after a while i was starting to see like like easter eggs or references in other places you can follow a storyline are there multiple yeah 
It, I mean, like, bunch, like, like, like an acid bunch trip of, trying to remember it, the, what happened the day after, you know. <laughs> Your eyes are still all blurry. <laughs> yeah. Dude, sounds pretty cool. I want to go check that out. But I think the interesting thing as far as just like modern, or not, not modern art, because that's a specific time, art in general, is it's kind of... Like at first, you know, classical, it had to be per- picture perfect. It had to look exactly the like, the, real, the, real, like the realism, you know, like the Flemish paintings. And then you get more abstract, you know, with, you know, the impressionist. It was didn't look right. And, you know, but it's still the feel. And then even more further with, you know, more modern stuff as far as like, you know, Dali or Cubism into the surreal. Um, and even modern art, which modern art was from the, World War Two, the name of modern art. So it's yeah, it's but, not but, so but modern now it's anymore. You, the participant, is the art. That the the experience of Meow Wolf is the art, not the painting, not not the room you're in, but how you interact with it. It's just like kind of meta switching so, between. It's different for everyone. Yeah. Because yeah, everybody's gonna experience it in a different way. That's see really, something different. Yeah. Like nobody. All three of us would go in there. What's it's all about perspective? Yeah, and, and if totally they ask different. you what you saw first, you probably like, <laughs> you'd, you'd recognize. Uh, you'd be seeing all the motors that they used in the, in the machines, uh-huh. and like that could be a tattoo. You know, yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. Or, or, <laughs> one, uh, Anything, everything. <laughs> you probably could draw a lot of inspiration, like as an artist yourself. Mm-hmm. You probably could draw a lot of inspiration from something like that. Like, do you do a lot of your own designs? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's custom. Like even if somebody brings me a piece, like a reference photo, and they're like, "I want this," and I'm like, "All right, well, I'm gonna change it, and then I'm gonna present." Like I, I usually have the talk with them. Like, okay, well, I'm going to base my design off of this, but it's not going to be exactly like that. And every now and then, I get somebody that's like, "No, I want this," and I'm like, "So like, well, you want somebody else's tattoo?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Well. Yeah, that's always weird to me when, like, I see, like, on a show or something, like, Ink Master, you know, mm-hmm. and somebody, like, and they'll want, like, in, unless it's, like, a traditional tattoo, that, yeah. that's a little different, I yeah. guess, but, like, or, like, on Facebook, you know, you'll see somebody getting the same tattoo as someone else, or, like, it's a really, like, the same image you yeah. see on, like, a ton of people. Yep. I don't really... Because, uh, like, it doesn't matter how many times you tattoo a rose, a lion, and a clock together, or a pocket watch. You can always do it different. Like, in a different way, yeah. Yeah. Well, and a, different people are going to draw that. If you gave that to 30 different artists, you're going to get 30 different images of that. Yeah. You know, those three things. Yep. So that's always really interesting. That's kind of interesting about that uh, art exhibit is like how i mean like we were saying you're going to experience it completely different than she is or i am like kind of the same thing that's kind of the fun thing about getting tattoos too is like hunting and finding that artist that you click with yep and that kind of happened with me and jeremiah like he's given me like i met him he gave me a couple small things and we like kind of hit it off and then now i've got like three or four tattoos from they him. spread yeah. <laughs> yeah he's a cool dude i like him a lot shout out to him hell yeah you gotta have him back on here soon you mentioned you did glow in the dark tattoos yeah or have yeah i have um got working out some kinks with it right now testing out some different brands and seeing which ones last longer doing self-testing right now for the most part so that'll be coming yeah, not, in not really anything to promote yet no not on yet on that front i'm just interested in i it talked to a... another buddy of mine who's uh, an artist and he brought up about that um that yeah like you said it's hard to find good ink for one and then yeah. um he questioned the um like how safe that would be like anything right. that's going to be glowing or phosphorescent <laughs> is probably going to be somewhat radioactive right like, i mean I, i'm not exactly not for sure or, or not radioactive but maybe poisonous well i have two well like uv tattoos and one of them 
the ink's still pretty bright, and I've had it for about three years, and then the other one's about a year old. Are they, like, completely invisible when you... Um, so mine are actually, they're in color, the UV is inside of the color tattoo. It's just to kind of oh, okay. like accent it, highlight it or whatever. I got you. Yeah. But you could do. Yeah. Yeah. It, would it, would it be invisible then? So the, the only, like I ordered a whole color set basically of UV inks, a whole spectrum of the rainbow. And the only one that I was having issues with was the invisible ink. And so I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and put this on hold for a little while, order some different brands, test them out on myself. And then if, if it comes back, okay, then awesome. If not, then I'll probably just throw them all in the trash. <laughs> but Yeah. But yeah. Maybe it's just a, you know, a little fad thing and yeah, it won't catch on pretty much, but it's worth checking out for sure. Yeah. I mean, like I know that there's some realism artists out there that they use it. And they're super duper amazing at tattoos. And like, I, I personally feel like trying to get like, get a hold of them somehow and find out what brand they use. Because like, if they're using it, then like, they're not going to throw some trash ink into this beautiful piece. And I've seen like, um, the one that I saw, it was like of Cleopatra, I think. And her eyes like glowed green, but it was invisible whenever the light wasn't on it and i was like wow that's fucking amazing yeah that something like that yeah is like you say it'd be great for accenting a tattoo yeah. more than using it all for one tattoo yeah um i've seen some people like they get uh it looks like a peace sign in one like it, you can do it in just like regular black or whatever and then it has a middle finger in the uv so gotcha. you see like somebody flipping you off and then it's like a peace sign so like little little line work tattoos like that i've seen it work pretty well on but um i would definitely not suggest doing a whole tattoo because it just wouldn't be very readable i don't feel like yeah i mean i've never seen one so i mean i i can kind of guess at what you mean is it just kind of like blurry um it's just, just like washed out whenever you have so many colors grow like glowing next to each other like that i feel like oh, it, just it just makes kinda, it harder to read yeah it kind of blends all together yeah it's like why those black light posters are just such contrasting yes yeah they'll have the flats and, the fuzzy ones they'll have yeah <laughs> yeah well they'll have the flat colors in there um and then just kind of highlight it with mm -hmm. the glowing so you have contrast but yeah, if they had too many details, it'd all get lost like that too. Yeah. So what other kind of styles are you really into as far as like ones that you would prefer to do? Um, I like new school. New school is pretty fun. Uh, a lot of varying line weights in that. A lot of really bright poppy colors, super exaggerated features. Um, it's not very proportionate, so it's kind of like a just have fun with it yeah you can really so and like new school is like those kind of cartoony mm -hmm. big, eyeballs. Uh, big eyeballs and um you know what we're like uh i'm trying to think of an example of you know of any characters that would be like an example um, i've seen like super duper cute squirrels holding like acorns and like the acorns like super huge and so are their eyeballs like those are animaniacs yeah yeah yeah, yeah An like the animaniacs, animaniacs kinda. um uh, let's see. You could even do like super exaggerated of the Looney Tunes or anything like that. Anything. There's the yeah. Scotty Young is the art, the comic book artists ish. He he makes them all almost look like little. It's, I think it's different, but it's like a almost like a pop vinyl. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah exactly. Yeah. But I mean, there. more kind of a little more flowy mm -hmm. and like like you're the the width of your line will change on the same line too, yes right yes it, it can go from like super thin and then it like thickens up and then it goes back down to thin um in some i've even seen like anime and new school they kind of like fall Similar, hand in hand together yeah, yeah. yeah um well they do a lot of anime characters in that yes. style yes which is super cool this i actually young. yeah i actually drew a uh a Goku one time just as it actually looks like Goten <laughs> just because he's got yeah exactly kind of like that I started uh this Naruto sleeve on one of my clients and we've got the the first part of it done so far and I had a lot of fun with that I had I don't really get to 
play around with doing anime too terribly much anymore. Um, a couple of my coworkers, they do it a lot more often than I do, but whenever I finally get the opportunity to do it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that looks fucking sweet. Jeremiah was like drooling over this dude's arm. He was like, oh, man, yeah. I just want to, he would be too. I will give you a hundred dollars and my arm. If I can just have your arm. <laughs> Transplant. Trade him over. Like, hey, he's pretty much covered. He can't. He doesn't really have much room left, does he? Yeah, yeah. Um, our boss is working on his back right now, and I worked on it. I've done a piece on his forehead and on his leg. You did the um, Gara the yeah. love symbol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so hard. That's awesome. And then I did a a Rick and Morty tarot card on his leg, and it like I love doing those. I've drawn up so many different variations. Like do you, you had a lot watch of those Rick on and the Morty? Facebook page, right? On the is there Yeah, on Instagram it, for sure. I, yeah. I everything I post to Instagram, I post to Facebook. But do you watch Rick and Morty? Yes. <laughs> Have you seen the new season? Yes. <laughs> so I good. Caught up. Have I you just, seen it? I just realized I had it on demand and hadn't watched it. <gasps> okay, without spoiling Damn. anything. I've got to oh, oh sh- I was just I was falling asleep to it last night cuz I was watching it uh but it's without spoiling anything, you know, that the way that it's showed is it's pretty episodic, and that like one episode won't, re- they, yeah, yeah, they won't. But now they're kind of leaning more into a, a conical format. So I think they're gonna ha- like still have those scattered in random episodes, but they're gonna try to keep a, little a, bit of a, story a running storyline going, yeah. and it's it's pretty good. Like I. I was pretty into this season. I like it. All. I mean, I like the show in general, but so, yeah, this did they bring season. back the citadels of Rick? Citadel of Rick. Oops. Uh, well, yeah, but it was more evil Morty at the end there. I think the one I was watching. They continued uh, like Jerry was like the torture from hell. So uh, Rick had to watch uh, Jerry oh, do like yeah, the Hellraiser one. <laughs> that was the last. Where they're one like they yeah. like. Uh, they're like getting off on Jerry's lameness. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say they had? They got the whole. It hurts, uh, so it's so it's good. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, because he's just so his delicious lameness or whatever yeah. they said. His, <laughs> yeah, it's so awesome. And their laugh, they would like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that show so much, and I I love the the tattoos that I've gotten to do pertaining to that show like i have a whole leg sleeve started um i've got seven hours into it so far and it literally looks like a rick and morty acid trip like it's so crazy you had pictures of it on there yeah right i I think i saw that one yeah and then um i've got another one scheduled for uh, rick and morty tarot cards like floating down and he actually gave me a couple of different prompts why, why the tarot cards is that i don't know they're just people just do yeah i just came it, up with it and is no it's so is, this is the same one feel this is the same tarot card tattoo or is like there's all different ones all different ones so that's just kind of something you do yeah i got you yeah i just get bored that's and pretty I cool put like different um characters and they're not necessarily like forward facing you can see the whole character or anything like that but i'll base um those characters i like a this one dude wanted uh, the Wheel of Fortune tarot card, and I'm going to use the all the ways that the crows are better than Morty wheel. Mm. <laughs> We're going to do that. That's going to be fun. That was a funny episode with yes. the crows, where he like replaced Morty with the crows. You, did you see that one? Kind of scared me a little bit. I don't. Well, <laughs> I was like, no, no. <laughs> well, like it's ever going to stick. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's kind of the beauty of that show is they can go crazy and then go, oh, none of that matters. They killed that family. That was just a clone family. And then there's yeah, another one. Yeah. And, and and we're, that buried, was we're buried a, in the backyard. That one was funny. Like uh, the one where they, the variant or the decoys. Yep. Decoy how do you know? They, how do you know if they're not a decoy? A decoy can't make a decoy. And then <laughs> the decoys are Marty, making decoys. Marty. Like between my <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> so if you guys watch Rick and Morty, do you watch Solar Opposites? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. 
It's it's. I good. know I've heard it's, it's it's pretty good. Like I I still say that Rick and Morty is the best. But it, it the only thing show. that I didn't like about it is it's like okay, so you spent your time making that so you didn't get Rick and Morty, bro. That was Why that was make so much sense. Uh, <laughs> do what now? Oh, because they probably so they there was a hiatus between when Rick and Morty came out and in between there that's when Solar Opposites came out. Oh, so it's like they spent their time doing that. And, Instead of Rick and Morty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Don't they well, know? I mean, you got to give them watching a break, the new though. Rick and Morty. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. But well, there was like, a while there. It's like, are you stall? You're just stalling for more money, you fuckers. You don't. It's not about the craft anymore. You sold out, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, like no, okay, they, they bought episodes, in. Okay, I'm cool now. I'll, I'll shut up. Yeah, you got to give them a little break, though, on shit like that, or it's going to get stale, you know, like South Park. Yeah, Futurama's coming out with new episodes. Yeah, Futurama's the Futurama. shit, though. <laughs> Futurama Agreed. was never lame, and it's one of the greatest animated shows ever. Don't you? No? Sim- I liked it for what it was. I mean, Simpsons is always going to hold that title mm. for me, my generation, and when it came out and how it move things on but uh i mean it as i i was late to futurama obviously and i think there's a lot of good stuff <laughs> and a lot of stuff that i just slept through and didn't care that i uh, i'm gonna i'll watch show. the new you one watch, you watch it again but you know it's definitely you know good but it's it's kind of that for me it's that it came out of that weird age where i was you weren't watching in college TV. and broke yeah, so it didn't matter. Well, I like it. And you and, and like it, it too. It's yes. good. I yep. enjoy it. That's all that matters. It's not like I would never get a tattoo of it. <laughs> 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 Wouldn't no Bender tattoos? I would totally tattoo Bender. I, I'm actually, Bender? yeah, I have a um, a sleeve that I'm working on and it has like the alien dude off of the, the Simpsons and then it has like ufos and homer is hanging from a ufo by a rope eating a donut and the alien is a dj in the galaxy and the underside of his turntables are portals that rick and morty are crawling out of that's awesome (laughs) and then down um we still have the lower portion to do so it'll be like a crowd of all these different cartoon characters i've got like Jesus from Family Guy and uh, Waldo is in there and <laughs> nice. um, SpongeBob and Patrick, but they're dressed up like Jay and Silent Bob and they're like posted up outside of the UFO. I've got Paul in there. Wow. Yeah, just a whole All collective. All kinds of details. <laughs> That's cool. Bender's like passed out drunk with a bottle next to him, right next to Squanch from Rick and Morty. <laughs> they're like kicking it together. Squanch. He was only like in barely in that last season. Yeah. He was in like one scene. Yeah. When he was doing his stand up. I, I, I can't recall who Squanch is. I'd know the name, but I know I'd see it. He's like, like oh, yeah. that crazy looking cat guy. Oh. And like they replace every see, other word with Squanch. There's a, a Star Trek one that I'm getting it confused with. Um, that's on uh, one of the. It's a cartoon for. It's a Star Trek, but it's like kind of Rick and Morty esque. It's actually pretty good. But there's a cat character in there, and that's all I'm She's like one of the med doctors, and it's a cat. <laughs> and she's a total bitch, well, cranky that just old perfect. cat. <laughs> Upper decks, low, lower decks. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't yeah, I seen know that what yet. You're talking about. I, know, I know what you're talking about. I mean, it, I it, it's a it good, I mean, just like, you know, the. It's supposed to be about, like, the lesser crew. Yeah, and then they're just kind of fucking around. They're the, they're the cadets that nobody cares about, and yeah. they just go on. Is it pretty stupid. good? Yeah. I mean, it's it's mildly entertaining. You know, it's not something you need to watch. I mean, I'd recommend it for a, you know a good brainless one, and mm. if you have it, if you don't have to pay for another fucking streaming service to get it, you know, <laughs> I would recommend it. Well, fuck, there's a million of them now, oh, dude. Man. Jesus, I, I had every one of them there for a little while, and then I was like, man, I don't even watch. Well, there's too many. Like that was the whole point of having a streaming service at one point was to have kind of everything there. Yeah, now there's like 50 and now bajillion. Everybody wants a piece of their pie. Well, yeah, and to get away from yeah. to Peacock get away from cable so you're not paying mm-hmm. 160 bucks a month and then now 
But now, like, if you want to watch want something on the History Channel, you really have to like the History Channel because you're going to be paying six ninety nine a month for it. <laughs> yep. And then all that adds up, and then you're just fucking paying a hundred bucks again for everything. So what oh, it's coming to, and I think with consumers, and it's going to take a while for the industry to figure out, is like, okay, well, they're only subscribing when they get those seasons. Okay. You know, new Rick and Morty comes out. You know, Comedy Central then becomes you know popular yeah. channel. I don't think that's, a, but you know what I Hulu. mean. Hulu, <laughs> you know. So it's like okay, new season of uh, I watched all the Yellowstone season. I can go ahead and cancel this subscription now or whatever. Yeah, I just I just have like three now. I think, but it, it kind of sucks because like I have Amazon Prime because I order stuff. Who doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. And then I have to pay for Amazon Prime Video as well. And I'm just like, that's kind of fucky. That's some bullshit. And then whenever, I didn't know you had to yeah, pay and then, for like whenever extra. I had Amazon Unlimited Music because I had like Alexa's in my house and shit, but mm-hmm. I don't anymore. So I got rid of that. Because they're listening. Yeah, no, for sure. They totally are. <laughs> Those things fucking hear you, man. My iPad, the fucking Siri on my iPad will pop on sometimes just randomly. And I'm like, man, y'all need to stop. Like, quit playing. <laughs> well, yeah, because like they fucking. You'd be talking to somebody on the phone uh-huh. or like in messenger mm-hmm. is what weirds me out is like oh, somebody I'll ask somebody about something like I was asking this guy about a drawing pad one time and he sent me a link for it in messenger and then it just started fucking flooding my Facebook page yeah. with like ads for this thing. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah in control private messages yeah no never (laughs) yeah you fucking kidding me yeah as long as we have a phone in our pocket we're never private no we've talked about that before i think we talked about that with jeremiah probably me and jeremiah (laughs) talk about it all the time (laughs) we'll just be kicking it and then like or uh like me and my boyfriend we're sitting back chilling and we were just talking having a regular conversation my siri on my ipad pops on and i'm just like mm, mm, just shut it turn it over yep. <laughs> so you finally said fuck that and got rid of that shit. yeah i got rid of all the alexas i still have my ipad obviously because i need it for work um but yeah there's there's no type of and what what really pushed me to get rid of them was um, one of my clients had told me a story about how a friend of hers lives out in the country and they have like a shop on their property and the dad was out in the shop Mm -hmm. and the kids were inside well the younger boy fell and got hurt he like tripped and stubbed his toe or something and the chick said alexa call dad um gunter needs help or whatever and alexa called 911 instead of calling dad (laughs) so it was like this big to do over a splinter in the foot. No, well, that always sucks. My son called nine one one once oh, when he my oldest when he was like four, three or four, and you know they'll come anyway. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. And the, but so like the cop, I was just like had him explain to him why he shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best. So the route. cop was pretty cool about it, but. Yeah, they can't. You can't just be like, "Oh, we're good here." Yeah, no, no. Most you could totally not. be like serial killing someone. Yeah, and Straight be like, Dexter. "We're fine, we're fine." Just wrapping them up in saran wrap. No, we're good. <laughs> Nothing nefarious happening here, officer. So, um, we got dogs losing it here. See, the bitch has him trying to be an alpha. <laughs> Layla. So you into the MCU at all or anything like that? You like any of the Marvel movies? Um, I... You can say no, we're not... <laughs> yeah, we got I, I like watching a lot of movies. It isn't really like... Just movies in general? Yeah, so I, like, I, I don't go pay to see them in a theater or whatever. Like, I wouldn't do that. But mo- most of that is because I'm, like, introverted as fuck. Yeah. There's no... Well, we appreciate <laughs> so you doing w- this then. So what's one movie that you could watch over and over again? Oh man! Uh, or or, or what, are, what are some of those movies for you? House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects. Um, I've seen those hundreds of times. What did you think of the third one? Uh, I liked it. Three from Hell. Um, it it was kind of just super sad for me. To yeah, see I was Sid gonna gone. say that that movie was sad because yeah. of uh, I, what was his name? Sid, Captain Spaulding. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, had cancer during that, yeah, right? And yeah. was like and just to see in somebody... the middle of passing away while they're 
mm-hmm. filming the movie. That. So yeah, and I can only didn't... imagine how hard that was on Rob. Like that, they were best buds, and I, like that movie legit made me cry a little bit. And it's a fucking horror movie. Like, why am I crying? But just like knowing that, knowing that I'm never gonna well, be able to see. Yeah. But his uh, Captain Spaulding's vinyl pop skyrocketed. <laughs> Oh, I'm that sure. Was, yeah. yeah, it's I'm like sure. it's like 125 bucks now. Yeah, I mean, which is kind of yeah. Why it, you're <laughs> like super like? I thought it was really sad too. I mean, yeah. but he plays like this really horrible person in these movies. Oh, dude, absolutely. You know horrible. what I mean? He's like <laughs> well, I mean, terrible I, person. I like but that like, type of stuff. But yeah, but it's horror. Yeah, and, like it's yeah. meant to like those movies especially. I mm-hmm. thought the second one. The Devil's Rejects. Was probably the... Do you think it's better than the first one? Man, that's that's kind of hard. I feel it's, like the... They're almost like two different movies. Kind Have you of. Seen like they... I haven't seen them. You haven't oh, seen them? Oh, I'm not a big Bible. horror movie person. They're pretty hardcore I ones. Like, like Evil Dead where it's, it's cheesy like horror. Like yeah. intentional spoof. Yeah. But... Um, which and is then, ironic as far as comics. I like all the horror comics, but a movie I'd, I don't. That's funny. Huh. That's that's a Rob Zombie movies are a special kind of horror though. Yeah, they're they're fucking sick. Um, any one of them, honestly, like Thirty One was pretty demented. Thirty uh, <laughs> One. Yeah. What's that? It's like a like it. It's a movie about a group of people that they kidnap and there's like a group of elites that pay to watch them go through this series of games oh. until all of them are dead, but one. And there's like this little midget so Nazi like Mexican. Kind of <laughs> and then there's like this couple, this dude and this chick that the chick's like a ballerina or so she's like dancing around, but she's all super Gothic. And I, I like that he puts Sherry in all of his movies. I think that's pretty cool. His wife. Yeah. Huh. But it, yeah. it, Rob Zombie, um, Tim Burton. Tim Burton's another good. I, I watch a lot of his movies, and then I like old school stuff like the Alice in Wonderland and stuff like that. Alice in Wonderland's a crazy movie, just yeah. like that whole th- thing, and the way you can go with it, with like the theories, is pretty awesome too. Some of the theories that people come up with, they're like just the whole. <laughs> fact that that whole mush story could just be one mushroom trip yeah yeah you can actually um take the sound away from the movie and then play it in cons- like in unison with the dark side of the moon i've heard that like lines I've heard that. up i've heard that it, it, it like yeah it plays out like a silent film mm-hmm. with just the music to like portray everything there's a few movies like that mm-hmm well, uh, 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 somewhere over the rainbow. Um, like, Wizard of Oz. Thank you. Oh yeah. What What do you? Uh, what's the song that you have to? Was it Dark Side of the Moon? That's the album. Yeah. I think you, you, you start the you can album do it with yeah. that. It's yeah. the same. Oh, yeah. I got you. That was that's a trippy album. Like my mom, she like I grew up with very old school rock. Very like I have a very wide array of music that i listen to just about as wide of an array as for movies yeah um so what's your what kind of music you yeah listen what's to? Your... oh dude um everything from willie nelson to tech nine like lots of country i'm from oklahoma so what's the like new new quotes artists that you would recommend like uh you know a sleeper artist or somebody that you should definitely check out if you haven't heard them man um Tara Reed. Oh is, my god, I was just good. thinking that. Wow, we just like fucking <laughs> linked up telepathically then, just like, now. A lot of a lot of the people like I listen to Suicide Boys. A lot of people that I kick I love, it with listen to Suicide Boys. I love Suicide Boys. Uh, Actually, uh, Jeremiah got me into hooked. that. Hooked. <laughs> yeah, he was listening to it while he was tattooing me, and I was uh-huh. like, okay, this is pretty tight. Yeah. And then I started listening to some more and. I got into that, and then that led me to Tara Reed, and mm-hmm. he is a motherfucking genius. Yes, yes. that dude is. 
Terror? Like, how do you spell yeah. Terror Reed. T-E-R-R-O-R-E-R-E-I-D. He's a producer, DJ, yep. fucking all in writes one. all his shit. Like, he's a fucking bad motherfucker and underrated as shit. And then um, Tom McDonald, Adam Calhoun, both of those. Tom, I'm hit or miss with Tom I don't like some like some of his newer stuff is is I feel as he's progressed he's gotten better um but he kind of seems a little cocky but honestly like any famous person does so I like that he's did it on his own yes him and his wife yes that you know and they were the whole team Mm -hmm. so I dig that that he managed to gain fame that way through hard work and on his own and on his own and that's like what the internet and social media and all the like just platforms in general, like the opportunity for people to get out there without having backing. Like you can, you can make something in yourself on yeah. just by putting yourself out there. And yeah. I think that's pretty awesome. Like that makes, like we wouldn't be doing this without, you know what I mean? That's yeah. pretty. It's kind of the same in essence, yeah. Yeah, like putting it out there, like uh, that's how other people get their little up. Like it could be just the smallest video. Like look at the Island Boys; they yeah. had the smallest video. Yeah, and, and they're like retarded famous, and I'm just and they, with the, zero there's, talent. There's they a have thousand dude. of those before they get there. There's so much that you don't see, you know, just like yeah. the iceberg. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. like even with, doing one episode isn't going to do a shit. But you know, if we do ten thousand of them, you know, they're yeah, yeah someone's bound to notice. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Or we'll we'll still be entertained with hearing our own voices for ten thousand episodes. <laughs> we know Aaron's listening. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Loman. Yeah, no, I was trying to like give him like a direct message, you know, oh. like a free comic book at Norse if you call the guys numb nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that's yep. that's the code of the week. Yeah. Yep. No, you don't. Gotta go in there. I do. Yep. And- Call Steve Numbnuts or whatever you just said. Hey, I want a free comic, Numbnuts. That's yeah. your, your the code word of the week is Numbnuts. Yep. You have to mess it, message that. And film it. You have to film it. <laughs> Picture didn't happen. No. Yeah. Didn't happen without film. And a free DC comic that I have. No. No, you don't. I do, but. Do you? I don't remember what it's called to tell them anybody. So, no, this is all just bullshit, just like everything else. Okay. All a simulation. This isn't real. This isn't. It's a dream. Wyoming doesn't exist. We're all part of a computer. Have you? Man, do you get into the the conspiracy theories at all? Yeah, yeah. I used to think that my uncle was like fucking crazy, like just straight. He lives out in the sticks in Georgia, and he does not talk to anybody ever. And I, I was like, man, you're just a hermit. Mm-hmm. Now I understand. <laughs> well, dude. Yeah, this whole past two years has exposed quite a lot of craziness. I am speechless, like straight oh, up. Yeah. I am speechless. I'm, I'm thankful that my stepdad isn't still alive because he would have done blown something up. Like <laughs> he was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> he's like ex-military though, so it's fine. <laughs> and it's it, fine. Just the isolation just kind of made everything fester well yeah I, depressed I, everybody everybody is like it seems and, like a and, lot of people are way more depressed now and like just kind of then like first time being back in public you know you're always like there's always like this like weird awkward and then know, if anybody like sneezes get, get closes yeah like, oh yeah god oh, forbid god. you have to cough like yeah and i'm just like man i just have a dry throat i've been like smoking I, all day. I just <laughs> i just got done blazing the bull before i came in here yeah dude, there's a like, t-shirt that said that it's like i, I don't have the covid i have the it's Some a weak cough, man. I got the chronic. <laughs> yeah, something cheesy like that. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like I'm generally doing dabs most of the time. So then I am. I'm, I I hit the pen before I go in the store. And then I'm like trying not to like turn in red in the face. <laughs> just so like people aren't like, ugh. Get away from me. Where's your mask? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to deal with a whole lot of that. We didn't have Man, to deal with too much that of that. Was, that was crazy. They shut us down. Showed us all the way down. Um, we were, I got like behind on all my bills, as everybody else did, I'm Oh, sure. yeah. Well, like in the tattoo shops. Yeah. You know? Like there wasn't. And they were like, okay, well, um, if we go in and you're not wearing a mask, like once they did let us open back up, they 
were gonna fine us like seven hundred and fifty dollars and i was like man i can't fucking breathe in this thing like i was having anxiety attacks while i'm trying to tattoo people just because i feel like i'm this close to them when i'm Mm -hmm. really this close to them and i felt like it was just super uncomfortable well and if you wear glasses with the mask it's just we all three fucking know how that goes (laughs) ironically i haven't worn glasses my entire life i've only had them now for a few months okay yeah well (laughs) like through that whole shit i've had to like wear my fucking glasses like (laughs) out here on the mask so that it's not fogging you you know what i mean get a piercing and set it right there yeah just like or some i could do contacts but i can't touch my eyeball i would go through like 30 fucking boxes of them things <laughs> just trying to get one in you know what i mean and then i'd I probably just to... can you touch your eyeball no 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 fuck that i can't even put eye drops in i'm a little bitch about it i'm like <laughs> i have to like pull it up if right you got, here and uh, then open my eyes i would got, rather like... go to the dentist than the eye doctor because all the sharp sharp shiny lights they shine at you Ugh. or when they have to puff that air in your eye that was weird the pressure test yeah that was super weird. i fucked it up so much i think the dude was getting pissed at me like the last Dude. time he's he's getting I, I a little annoyed like, I'm, like, oh, I'm like reacting before it even happens he's like dude can we get this done like Jesus, like no, <laughs> we're not, dude. You might want to just cancel all your shit, cause or figure out another way to do this, cause oh, I can't dude. do it. My daughter was terrified, and <sighs> that's the whole reason that I ended up with glasses is because her teacher hit me up and was like, "Hey, man, I, I think she's having a hard time seeing the board." And I was like, "Okay, well, I guess I'll take her to the eye doctor then." So off to the eye doctor we go, and she's like, "I'm scared. I don't want to do this." And so I'm like, you had to do it. To- yeah, I was like, "I'll go first, and then." the the optometrist was like did you say you're a tattoo artist and i was like yeah and you're farsighted and how long and i'm like hold up now you're starting to worry me (laughs) like how bad is it i honestly um i know that i have an astigmatism in my right eye that's pretty bad but i don't i think i'm farsighted i'm not exactly for sure yeah i I just wear them (laughs) well is it blurry you up close no like without them, no. So, but I have to be like. But far away it is. Yeah. I think that. So then you're nearsighted, right? Yeah. Yeah. So whatever you see better. Is... I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't read like street signs. Was, I couldn't drive at night, and I was just living like that. I was going to home from work <laughs> every day with a headache that would last until the next. I day. used to drive without glasses. My eyes are so fucking terrible, dude. <laughs> It's not even, like, if I tried now, my eyes are way worse. If I tried now, like, at night, <laughs> I, I, I would that be, would be I, dangerous. I'm blind without mine, for sure. That would be super dangerous. I didn't realize how bad mine were until, like, I'll, like, take mine off every now and then to, like, watch TV at nighttime. I'll just be chilling. You can't see anything. You can't like, see shit. I'm like, my son was like that, right? And he, he would be squinting at everything. And we're like, all right, well, he's, and we tried... Me and my ex-wife tried to get him glasses uh, when he was younger. He just wouldn't fucking, just couldn't get him to wear them. And we thought, we think the prescription was wrong. But, so we were like, he's old enough now, we'll get him, you know. And so he can see. And I'm like, I am figure he'd be happy with that. So yeah. he can actually see what the hell he's doing. But no, he just doesn't wear them. Still. My, my daughter, she has... She doesn't like them, but she's getting more used to them. And then my other girl, she cried. She absolutely cried. So I got her some little cheap glasses from the dollar store for Christmas. And she was overjoyed. And then once she realized that you have to, like, that's a responsibility now. Like, you have these things that you need to see. And she was, like, not about it. Now she doesn't well, even she care. Doesn't, <laughs> she don't like it. Yeah. Well, yeah, once you have to form that habit of wearing them, putting them on every day, fucking... I still forget them whenever I go to work. Like, every now and then I'll, like, get out to the van and I'm like, oh, shit, gotta go inside and get my glasses. I, there's no way I could forget, because they cannot see. I couldn't see. Yeah, I... It's fucking... Like, I had to go two weeks. I broke some glasses a couple of years ago, and I had to wait... For a couple of weeks for I new ones to come, imagine. I was like starting to fucking lose it. Like at the end, because I couldn't see for like that whole time. I'd have to be like right up on the TV. 
feel all super awkward. I couldn't do at anything. At the grocery store trying to like read. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. It was it was pretty shitty. But yeah. It's like that Twilight Zone. The classic one where he the guy likes to read books and that's all he wants to do. He pisses off all the people so he gets into a land where there's just books everywhere. And he trips, falls down, and breaks his reading glasses, and he can't read. <laughs> Cut and roll credits. Oh, dang, that's fucked up. And he's stuck there. Yeah, that's how the story ends. <laughs> so anyway, this has uh, been really fun to have you on. Uh, really appreciate you guys. I knew you'd have a good story to tell us. And I always like having artists on. You guys are the shit. Like. Yeah, man. Every uh, tattoo artist I meet seems to be pretty awesome. Like good people. And you guys are all different, too. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Everything that I, I do now, like like I was telling you earlier, whenever I first started and my boss was like, whenever you devote your life to this, like you will live and breathe art. Mm-hmm. And he was absolutely right. So definitely a little word to those people out there that are like aspiring artists or they want to be a tattoo artist never give up never give up absolutely and yeah I've said it before don't let anybody tell you you can't because you're the only one stopping you yep um so where uh you're down at final thoughts yep here in casper um how do people get a hold of you on well they can hit me up uh pretty and ink 405 on instagram or Ashley Matthews on Facebook, or you can get at me through the shop itself. We have our own Facebook page. Shop numbers three zero seven three 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 six four four zero. It's fifty bucks to book. Sweet, awesome. I think that's it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me, guys. Sweet. Bye, everybody. <laughs>